Welcome to the Shannon Plan. My name is Kyle Posey. This is episode 82, episode Ross Dwelly time. If you are a new 49er fan, episode John Taylor, if you have been around for a while. I am joined, as always, by Akash. Akash, slow news week in the NFL. Oh, super slow, KP. I mean, there's nothing going on. We have nothing to talk about. I mean, uh, what's happening? So, a couple of days ago, Calvin Ridley got busted for betting on games in the NFL. That feels like a month ago, based on everything that's happened since then. Even last night, so we had a Russell Wilson trade, we had Aaron Rodgers agree to a contract, and like swept underneath the rug is like, oh, they're probably the Seahawks are going to move on from Bobby Wagner, who is essentially a legend for the Seahawks, and that seemed like an afterthought for the news. Today, Carson Wentz was the latest quarterback to be moved. So that's two quarterback, three quarterback dominoes to fall now. So Wentz goes from the Colts to the Commanders for a couple of third round picks. Washington elected to pay Wentz his full $28 million. Not so sure about that. Best of luck with that, Washington. Um, So this all ties us back into the 49ers. Now the Colts are back into the quarterback market. They need a quarterback. Ian Rappaport reported that the Niners are going to be, quote unquote, in the mix for Jimmy G, which isn't much of a surprise. I mean, the Colts are one of the teams that everybody's pointed them to. But before we get into that, let's go back to Washington. Some people thought that, you know, Jimmy would be, a, you know, a potential target for them. We talked about this a little bit before we got on here, but is it that much of a surprise that Kyle Shanahan did not send Jimmy Garoppolo? to a franchise who he despises. Like he wants nothing to do with Washington and he wasn't gonna set Jimmy up to fail in Washington. And and I'm not saying Jimmy would have failed there, but it just didn't seem like a business move that Shanahan and the 49ers would make. Um, Do you think Jimmy would have waived his no trade clause to go to the commanders? Which is weird to say out loud to call them the commanders, (laughs) by the way. It, It still hasn't hit me that they're the commanders. I really like Washington football team. I just I really like the abbreviation. I just like calling them the football team. Um, but I do think Martin Mayhew and Ron Rivera, the report came out last week that they literally went on this day long thing of like calling every team and offering them picks for their starting quarterback, L- literally every team in the NFL. So I'm sure there was some legitimate interest in Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, but I think, you know, to what you alluded to earlier I think Jimmy Garoppolo would have said no to Washington. I mean, why would he want to go play for that franchise, for Dan Snyder, the owner, um, for that just that team in general when there's other options on the table? So I feel like Jimmy Garoppolo would have said no. Now, you brought up the no trade clause. The no trade clause goes away on March 16th when the new league, league year begins. So in theory, the 49ers could send him anywhere and Jimmy Garoppolo would have to oblige. But I think because of the relationship they have, what the 49ers have said publicly, they're just not going to ship him somewhere where he doesn't want to go because they know how that looks PR-wise to other free agents, to other players on their team. They always want to treat their own guys right um, like they have in the past. And so I think they'll, quote-unquote, work with Garoppolo. And I feel like Garoppolo just didn't have interest in Washington, and then the Niners probably said, okay. And Washington moved on to plan B, which was Carson Wentz. I mean, if you're willing to pay Carson Wentz, $28 $28 million, trade two third-round picks, one of which can be a second-round pick in the future, and then swap second-round picks, you're desperate as hell for a starting-level quarterback. And, and pay him. 
and pay him and pay him. He's going to cost more than Jimmy Garoppolo is next season, <laughs> um, both salary wise and trade wise. And you made that move. So it probably tells me that Garoppolo uh, probably said no, especially given the fact that Martin Mayhew, who's the general manager in Washington, spent time with Garoppolo in San Francisco a couple of years ago. So he knows what the guy's like and he chose to make a trade for Carson Wentz. So uh, that that's probably what that, what that tells me. Okay. So let's play this card. If Wentz went for three or two third round picks, what maybe let's say hypothetically, Mayhew called the 49ers and was their asking price too high for Jimmy Garoppolo? Could that be a potential um, roadblock? Could have been. I, I think a lot of people now see, okay, Carson Wentz went for two third round picks. They should be able to get at least that for Jimmy Garoppolo. They're similar players, right? They've both got flaws. Carson Wentz probably a little bit more physically gifted. Jimmy Garoppolo's probably, you know, uh, had more success, team success over the last few years. As a person, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is just viewed a lot better. He's universally beloved among his teammates, coaches, whatever. Carson Wentz, I mean, Frank Reich was with him in Philadelphia, pounded the table to trade for him, and then a year later couldn't stand him and had to essentially trade him with no contingency plan at quarterback. Um, so that tells you everything that they think about Wentz. And if you watch that Hard Knocks in-season show with the Colts, Carson Wentz didn't necessarily move the needle. He, yeah. You could just tell he wasn't necessarily a locker room leader that they wanted. So, you know, value-wise, I think it's hard to judge because Garoppolo is not coming off a of shoulder surgery, which was successful, I guess, on Monday. Um, and he's not going to throw till like early July. So that probably throws a wrench in all of this. But I would imagine, given what Carson Wentz, for, Wentz went for, 49ers should be able to get at least half of that, like a third-round pick or a couple third-round picks. They should be able to net something in the ballpark uh, for what Wentz got. Yeah, and I think that's – the biggest question that I've that I've had, we're like, we all know Jimmy's going to get moved. We all know um, the 49ers aren't going to send him to a bad spot, but what are they going to get in return for him? Like, what is the league? How does the league view Jimmy is what I'm most, you know, interested in? Do they, because all we do is talk about quarterback wins. All we do is reference, hey, when he plays, the team goes far. Okay, while that is true, what does the league think about him? So will it be those two third round picks? Will it be something even higher? We talked about the Colts having potentially their, they pick number 42 overall. Um, so the, for the 49ers to come away with 42 while having 61 could potentially package a couple of picks, move up maybe in the first round. Like there, there are a lot of different scenarios and options that can play out here. My initial thought was that we see a Jimmy trade at the end of this week. And that was to start the week. And it's leaning like that's, you know, going to happen um is going to happen as soon as today all the other quarterback dominoes fell you know for a long time we've we've talked about this we talked about this on the podcast we've talked about soft line aaron Rodgers was the was the you know domino you know if i had to make an nba comparison whenever lebron james is a free agent all the other free agents wait until lebron james has made a decision and then everything starts to you know <laughs> go from there and it was so very weird. similar right Rodgers, very me 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 kind of held everyone in waiting. Then he announced his decision and funny thing, Rus the Russell Wilson trade came right behind it. And so now the two big dominoes fell and then Carson Wentz, you know, that buzz kind of uh, picked up towards the end of the season and through the combine. Now he got moved. So it's like, what are the veteran quarterbacks are left? 
a lot of Mitch Trubisky buzz out there, but he's a free agent. He's not going to be able to sign until the new league year begins. Can we talk about that real quick? Just don't interject. Mitch Trubisky, um, a quarterback who did not play last season, who when he did play with the Bears, didn't exactly light it up. And we are not we the national media is talking like this guy went spent a year with Brian Dayball and Josh Allen and is just going to morph into like the number one or the, the high draft pick that he was. That is bonkers to me, knowing that there's so much evidence of Mitch Trubisky that he is not that guy that all of a sudden we are spinning it like it is. That that doesn't make any sense to me. But I know it's a, a QB hungry league and I know that there aren't, you know, 20 good starting quarterbacks. But Mitch Trubisky, and if anything, this should drive up Jimmy's value. Absolutely. The best thing you could do if you're Trubisky is not play because somehow your value in theory gets higher by sitting and not playing. Because the minute he starts playing, and if he played anything like he did at the tail end of Chicago, people are going to realize, like, ah, crap. Like, we made a mistake, right? Unless he's dramatically improved in his year sitting with Brian Dayball. But it, it's, it's a thing for Jimmy Garoppolo. Right now, we, we look around. The Pittsburgh Steelers do not have a starting quarterback. They can tell me Mason Rudolph's going to start or whatever, but that's just not realistic. The uh, New Orleans Saints do not have a starting quarterback. Um, the Indianapolis Colts do not have a starting quarterback. There's There's teams out there that just – don't have someone at Jimmy Garoppolo's level. And, you know, are they looking at this quarterback draft class, which seemingly isn't nearly as good as it was last year, or will they look to make a move for Jimmy Garoppolo? And some, and the three teams I mentioned are more in win now mode. They have teams that have really good roster. They have, I guess two of them have proven coaches. One of them, uh, Dennis Allen just got hired, but he's been there for a while as a defensive coordinator. So I can see any either one of these teams making a move for Garoppolo, which is good news for the 49ers because now you have bidders, hopefully, and that's only going to drive up the asking price. But does that mean they're going to get like a first or second round pick? Maybe not. But, you know, last week it looked like he was going to get cut. And this week it feels like he may get like a day two, day three pick, which at this point, if you can get anything for him, get the 25 and a half million off the books before free agency, it's a win. That's all it's about. The most obnoxious um, people were thinking that Jimmy would be like a day three conditional type of pick. And now all of a sudden we're, we're what I just said, we're talking about a guy who could probably possibly get as high as a second round pick. This is fascinating, man. The NFL never fails to grab our attention with these headlines. Um, and we're still, we're just getting started. Like, we don't even know where he's going. We're assuming it's the Colts. We're assuming maybe the Steelers might hop in here. Um, the Saints? Like, is there another team that we're forgetting? Because remember, I think there are eight teams that needed a quarterback, but um, there aren't enough quarterbacks to go around, which, yeah. again, will drive up Jimmy's Jimmy's price. Do you think there's a chance that maybe the Saints hop in here, uh, maybe another team, like a sleeper team that we don't know, could just say, hey, we need a quarterback and we're not going to wait for whether it's a week and a week quarterback crew or next season and the last thing you want to do is go into the 2022 season without a quarterback thinking that you know it's just um a lost season essentially seattle's the funny one because i mean they made the trade for drew lock um i think our own jordan elliott or someone said that Pete carroll was only at the combine to watch quarterbacks um so does it feel like they're going to go roll with drew lock and maybe a rookie quarterback potentially right they have pick number nine now but jimmy garoppolo would make weirdly a good amount of sense there so that's maybe a sleeper team we're not necessarily talking about i don't think the 49ers would fear trading him in division or anything like that um you know another team that 
might be way out there, but it's worth mentioning Miami. Like, how much does Mike McDaniel truly believe in Tua Tonga-Vailoa? He's obviously been around Jimmy Garoppolo. Does he think he can be more competitive with Garoppolo? Who knows? Rob mentioned Houston as a possibility, but they've got Davis Mills. And right. does Jimmy Garoppolo wait? You know, does he really want to go play there? I, I don't think so. Um, and then the last one would be the Raiders, right? Do the Raiders move on from Derek Carr? If they do that, then Josh McDaniel, Jimmy Garoppolo, there's a connection there. It would feel like a downgrade at quarterback, but who knows what McDaniels and uh, Ziegler are thinking, right? The new regime there in, in Vegas. So there are some other teams that are floating out there, but they've got quarterbacks. They would have to make moves first for that to make sense. But I think the three teams we keep coming back to are Indy, Pittsburgh, and uh, NOLA. That make the most sense. Giants by nature, 88 Giants. What do you think about that? Because Daniel Jones, not a good quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo, comfortably an upgrade from Danny Dimes. Um, new, Charles new, Robinson, right, had the report last night that uh, Mitch Trubisky would potentially be there. That was kind of the buzz. Did you see what Adam Schefter said? He said no. he doesn't know if the Giants would be able to afford Mitch Trubisky. Imagine saying that out loud four months ago, man. Well, I think Schefter had Trubisky on his podcast, right? Okay. What, was that true? I think I think Schefter had Trubisky on his podcast yesterday, so that could be a little bit of like, you came on the podcast and I got to talk you up a little bit. Um, so that it feel it felt like that a little bit. Um, but I, I could see Trubisky there just because he was with Dayball, right? Dayball probably is like, okay, let me get two guys that are that I could have compete and see who just battles it out. Um, they the Giants, I don't know if they'd make a trade for Garoppolo. I think they would just sign some electro whiskey. Yeah. And as far as the Texans go, like Jimmy wouldn't want to play there, right? They're not going to send him to the Texans. They're not going to send him to a franchise where uh, he, he can rot, I guess is the best way to put it. And that's mm. okay. So, okay. Raiders. That's right. That was the team that I was, that was the team. you, you said the Raiders and, for them to move on from Carr would essentially be them saying, we're not going to be able to afford a deal and pay Carr like the quarterback that we think he is. So if that's the case, would they be able to fit in a contract like Jimmy's? I think they would, right? Because I think Derek Carr's slated to make around the same money this year, right. somewhere in the mid-20s. Jimmy got Garoppolo the New England ties. got the New England ties, right? Ziegler was there when they drafted Garoppolo. McDaniel was there. So that would make some sense. It would be an admission, just like you said, that they – that, hey, we can't – we don't think Derek Carr is a $40 million quarterback, right, which is, I think, what um, Vinny Bonsignor, one of the Raider beat reporters, said that Carr is thinking of, you know, asking for. And they would just look to replace him, and I think Garoppolo would be a natural natural fit there. The other question is, does Kirk Cousins get moved? I know he's refusing to take a pay cut, and I think he's slated to make somewhere north of $40 million. So does, do the Vikings consider moving him? then you could see maybe Kevin O'Connell thinking about Jimmy Garoppolo as a cheaper option there. So other dominoes to fall, but I think Garoppolo probably is the first one uh, this week. This is really fascinating just because of how moving Jimmy this week would set up the team in free agency. So now instead of having to sign maybe one or two of your own unrestricted free agents and letting them walk, now you're able to bring back an additional one or two players and potentially swing big, whether that's at, along the interior offensive line or cornerback, which brings us to JC Jackson. Um, Jordan Schultz, Schultz report reported that a few teams will be interested 
in the all pro cornerback services and the 49ers are one of them. If for those of you who do not know anything about JC Jackson, he has, he's a stud easily been one of the three best cornerbacks. And even if you want to go five, sure. Um, but I'll say three because I, I confidently believe he has been that good. Uh, one of the three best quarterbacks in the NFL, and not just since 2021, it was for the last few seasons. Like he was 6-1, and he ran a 4-3, I want to say. So he's big. He can really run, but he's a matchup guy. And the 49ers don't have a guy who can really match up with other receivers. So this past season, he allowed a 47% completion percentage. He had 20 pass breakups, which is insane nuts. on 87 targets. He also had eight interceptions, and Sports Info Solutions also had him down for three dropped interceptions. So, JC, you will fit right in, baby. Um, seriously, though, he is legit a stud that the 49ers – like, that is the type of player the 49ers have been coveting. That is the type of player that they need on their defense. They need a guy who can go match up with Cooper Cup in the slot, match up with DeAndre Hopkins – um, on the outside, if JC is so good, why is he being released? Well, money matters in the NFL, man. Uh, you know, these guys, when they play at a certain level, like he has, he wants to be paid like he plays. And Bill Belichick, I don't know if you know much about this guy. He's not big into paying uh, free agents and guys who are essentially on the last year of their deal. They let guys walk and then they they take the comp picks and that they just kind of that's their cycle of how the organization they did this with Malcolm Butler a couple of years ago, right? Chandler and, Jones. Yeah. They let, they do yeah. this with so many different guys. Um, so that, that's not really, and I mean, it's a fair question because you wonder like if he is so talented, why would he hit the market? But uh, Jackson would be, if, if I were to make a dream list of free agents that I want the 49ers to sign, Jackson's right there. Like Jackson's the guy. Um, I couldn't imagine a better fit for what the 49ers want because he, the pecking order goes if Jackson's your number one, if you get anything out of Jason Verrett next year, great. If you get a full season out of Jason Verrett, you have arguably the best cornerback tandem in the NFL who has the best defensive line in the NFL. Like their defense would be nuts if you have Jason Jackson. Even if you don't get Verrett there, Emmanuel Mosley is a great number two cornerback. Is he a number one? Probably not, but he's not being paid like a number one cornerback. So for the 49ers to put him in situations where he has to guard like a number one cornerback and number one receivers, that's not really fair to him. But uh, the trickle down, the domino effect of having a guy like J.C. Jackson in the building uh, would be big time. Yeah, not to kill the buzz, but, you know, two things I took out of that report. The four teams that Jordan Schultz listed were the Niners, Chargers, Bengals and Dolphins. Well, the Dolphins and Bengals have significantly more cap space than the 49ers do. For sure. I think they'd be just be able to throw more money at JC Jackson. Um, and it's hard to argue that the Bengals wouldn't be a winning situation because hell, they were just in the Super Bowl. So that, that would just make a lot of sense uh, from that standpoint. Uh, Niners would be able to offer less, less money, but not sure what um, JC Jackson's looking for. I think he's just looking to get paid, right? Um, and, and as Rob mentions here in the chat, he he calls himself Mr. Interception. I think that's his Twitter handle, if I'm not mistaken. So that's an amazing handle. That's pretty dope. Um, I, I just think it gives you an insight into what the 49ers are thinking, right? So now we have two reports. Jordan Schultz saying that the 49ers are interested in J.C. Jackson. We have Jeremy Fowler saying that the 49ers will sniff around on Stephon Gilmore. So it tells you what the 49ers think of their cornerback situation. And... I mean, it was obvious to a lot of us, right? They, they rolled out Josh Norman for a majority of the season and their defense was still exceptional with that. And imagine if they can just roll it back and get competent cornerback play, 
right? Not even JT Jackson level. If they can just get, you know, solid starting level corners, their defense will be outstanding again next season. But I imagine they're just going to, they've got this wish list and they're just going to work their way down and try to see what makes the most sense in terms of money and quality of play. Um, but I do expect them to be active in the veteran corner market um, early in free agency because I don't think they want to roll into 2022 with Ambry Thomas and Emmanuel Mosley as your starting corners. I, I just don't think so. Uh, Traveris Ward's another cornerback that the team's been tied That's to. He's point. from the Chiefs. Um, that feels like a very plausible option. So another guy, 6'1", 200 pounds, good size. He's going to be 26 in May. So he's another young guy. So he's just on his rookie contract with the Chiefs. When you think of Traveris Ward, First thing that comes to mind is in the playoffs, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. In the end zone. Yep. After he – so Ward broke up a pass. That was a regular season game, right? Well, I don't I in don't Cincinnati. remember. It, it might have been. I don't know if it was a yeah. regular season game or a playoff game, but uh, Ward broke up a fade, hit the gritty, and I think it was like a couple – like three plays later. Chase mossed him. Got mossed by Chase, and then Chase <laughs> did his thing. But – that should not cloud your judgment on Ward because he he's, he's a, a very good player. Yeah, he and he has a chance to be an even better player, obviously with a 49ers pass rush, but just like his talent alone. So he only allowed a 44% completion percentage last season. I think more, more importantly, he was targeted 67 times and he allowed 400 yards. So like he's just not giving up big plays. He had nine pass breakups. He had a couple of interceptions. Uh, he is aggressive too against the run. I think with what D'Amico Ryan's ass out of his cornerbacks, like they have to be able to tackle. And there are a few instances during the playoffs, especially where the 49ers just miss tackles, uh, their secondary missed tackles. So uh, I think Ward actually is a guy who could match up with number one receivers. The Chiefs put him in those spots last season and he held up well. Yes, there were those plays against Chase and whatnot, but those happen against anybody. So he's a superstar. That's going to happen. Right? Yeah. Gonna yeah. Play. He's going to get the best of you. But I, I would love uh, Ward. I think he has. I think he's trending in the right direction. I think that's the easiest way to put it. So um, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, is there another position that we're, we might be forgetting? Or is there maybe a player that the 49ers might be sniffing around on that, you know, is kind of under the radar right now? The other reports I feel like are of 49er free agents that may be headed elsewhere, right? We had the report with Lakin Tomlinson that there's several teams interested in him. That's going to create a bidding war. I could see a scenario where Lincoln Thomason gets a huge offer from Miami, Cincinnati, teams that need offensive line help, and 49ers probably just say something like, hey, the same thing that they did with Trent Williams, right, last season. You know, go do your thing as a free agent. Just when you have your final offer, let us know what it is. Give us the final right of refusal. And I could just see them being like, man, Lincoln's getting paid a lot. Like, we'll take the comp pick and we'll figure out something else at guard. So I, I could see that. Same thing with DJ Jones. I see yeah. DJ Jones had a fantastic season. He's going to get paid, right? And they've got Javon Kinlaw, who they can potentially slot in there if he's healthy. So same thing, right? I could see see them letting him walk. So I think more stories about 49er free agents than other players that they're sniffing around on. Corner seems to be the one thing that they consistently are tied to. Both of those dudes are fun, man. If they do – uh, end up leaving the organization. I, I feel like they are significantly underrated talents. Um, but even off the field, like those guys are really fun to talk to. Uh, just cool guys. Uh, that it, You can see why the 49ers locker room is what it is when you see, you know, what Lakin Thompson and what DJ Jones and how they talk. So um, I agree with both those names. So let's assume in this hypothetical that Lakin Thompson leaves. Now what? 
do you go in free agency and now do you have to replace him with a veteran? Because a guy like James Daniels out of Iowa would be, again, a home run fit, but you're going to have to pay him money and you just let Lakin Thompson walk. Um, do you go Jalen Moore? Do you go Aaron Banks? Do you go Daniel Brunskill again? So they, the 49ers do have options in which directions they could go, but letting Thompson walk would create another starting spot. And the last thing you want is for your 21 year old quarterback to um, have another rookie or have a rookie protect him or have somebody who's inexperienced or even for that matter, they don't have the same continuity. And I think that is probably one of the most important things about offensive line. And you could see the way Lakin Thompson and Trent Williams played next to each other. Like they were one that's going to be, that's going to take some time for Trent Williams and whoever the new left guard is to mesh. Agreed. And, and you see all the Niners mic'd up videos. Those two guys would hype each other up before games. Um, the funny part was, I think it was before the Packers game, Trent Williams tells uh, Lincoln Tomlinson, he's like, you all I need. He's like, me and you, we can go win this thing by ourselves. He was and dead serious when he said that, too. That was, was great. He was dead serious. And he believed it. He was like, just me and you. It's all we need. <laughs> and so I know those guys have a really, really close relationship. So I'm, I'm sure Williams he advocated for the Niners to pay Lakin whatever, whatever he wants. Right. And I'm sure the Niners want it back at the right price. I just don't think they overpay him like the Niners did with Trent Williams. Like ultimately the Niners went above what the chiefs were asking for to keep Trent Williams. I just don't see them doing that with Lakin Tomlinson. Agreed. Um, yeah. I think DJ Jones is going to get paid. I think he's out of the door. I, their replacements probably on the, already on the roster or as far as DJ goes. So if they let DJ walk, isn't that the guy? Yeah. And even if not, isn't that probably a good sign for where Javon Kinlaw is at in his recovery and his rehab? Because that's probably going to be and this is so silly to say, but if they drafted a nose tackle in the top 15, because I mean, Eric Armstead, he's an all pro D tackle and you're not going to move him from there. If the 49ers move Eric Armstead back outside after the second half that he just had, uh, we're going to need some explaining because you just don't organizational do mismanagement. But uh, on the Kinlaw thing, I thought it was kind of interesting. He was working out with the same rehab doctor trainer as Nick Bosa in Southern California. So Nick Bosa came back better, stronger away from the 49 facility. So I wonder if Javon Kinlaw is kind of going through the same thing, but I know, I think he's back in Santa Clara now uh, working out with the team. So Hopefully he's back whole and healthy. I think that knee surgery really was just needed. And hopefully it's just behind him. He can focus on becoming a better player and doesn't have to worry about these health, you know, uh, injuries or whatever, which is funny because I think the injury occurred chasing Russell Wilson down the sideline, right? Oh, wow. Full circle. Full circle. So we'll have to do that next season. Man. Yeah, that there's so many different ways that this offseason can go. And I mean, the first domino is going to be Jimmy because if they move on from Jimmy, that means more cap space. That means you can you know, retain some of your unrestricted free agents. That means you can be more aggressive in the free agent pool. And with those draft picks that they do get from uh, Jimmy, perhaps they can package some of those picks and, you know, make a trade up into the draft. So uh, a lot will happen maybe in the next 48 hours, maybe the next two hours, who knows? And then once we get there next week, we will be here with, for you guys and, um, it'll be a fun week because we have no idea what's going to happen. I think that's what makes it so fun. Is there any, is there anything you're looking, what are you looking forward to the most? I think it's just the unpredictability 
um, of the NFL, of the 49ers. I mean, let's look at the last two years. The last two marches have been absolutely insane. Two marches ago, the 49ers traded DeForest Buckner, kind of out of the blue. Um, I, I still vividly remember there were like some weird buzz going around. They re-signed Armstead and then boom, they got a first-round pick for Buckner. And everyone's like, oh, my God, they got two first-round picks. Last year, they make the trade up to three in March, right? Three first-round picks. Still remember the Schefter tweet. Now, this March, you know, are they moving Jimmy Garoppolo? Are they, you know, uh, are they going to restructure contracts? I think it's going to be less dramatic than the last two two years, but there's, they always have moves up their sleeve. Um, some other things I can see happening, restructuring Jimmy Ward, um, maybe restructuring Eric Armstead. Those two guys, I think, combined <laughs> can free up like six, $15, 16000000 million, um, according to 49ers cap. Um, so, you know. I can see those move happening. So they could clear up a lot of cap space in the next couple of weeks and be huge players in free agency and make some impact moves to, you know, just make this roster better around Trey Lance. Niner by nature, 88 says, I'm looking forward to Jimmy off this roster. I think we're all kind of looking forward to turning the page so we don't have to play the hypothetical game. So we no longer have to say, um, oh, he's going to do this. Oh, he's going to do that. Oh, he's going to play for this team. Um, I think we're, we're all just kind of ready to, to get the result, to get um, what they get back in return for Jimmy. And then from there, that's when we can really have some fun. So, yeah, man, it, it's going to be a fun week, couple weeks, however long it is. But uh, stay with us. Uh, that'll do it for us. My name is Kyle Posey. You can follow me on Twitter, KP underscore show. Uh, Kosh, yourself. You can find me at Twitter at A-K-A-S-H-A-N-A-V. New league year begins next Thursday, next Wednesday, right? March 16th. So all the stuff's going to be going down next week. So next week's Shannon plan is going to be sweet, I think. So stay locked in. Subscribe to the Niners Nation Podcast Network. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching. Drop a like. Drop a comment. We appreciate everyone listening. And once again, go Niners.